I just, again, I hit that flow state and it's, it's, that's really what I chase. Um, and I definitely, I won't lie. I don't get it every audition. I don't get it every time I, I get a role and I'm on camera. Like I, it's, it's something that keeps me going. Cause when I do achieve it, it is a high, like no other man. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number three of the Johnny Rogers Show. My guest today is Jared Bronstein. He's an actor, a YouTuber. Uh, many of you will know him from Inform Overload, where you know me from. Uh, but I had a great conversation with Jared today all about acting specifically, uh, because I'm trying to make this show based around a topic. As you can see with some of the titles that I've been using recently, I want to have conversations geared around a topic that people want to rant about, you know, people that I'm uh, friends with or people that I want to interview even, I want them to choose a topic that we can start uh, going off of. And I think Jared and I did just that. Uh, so I don't want to tease any more of it. Uh, but if you're listening right now, uh, make sure that you are following or subscribe to the podcast because that really helps us out. Just want to get that out of the way. So we can get closer to monetization on the podcast. That way I can keep doing the podcast and get better equipment so I can provide a better listening experience. I listened back to the audio and I don't know if I'm just a harsh critic on myself, but I was like, I do not like this audio. It sounds like a tin can. And that's not a knock to Yeti because I actually really like Yeti. Yeti was, is a fantastic company. I usually have bad experiences when I'm trying to return products, but Yeti was the one time that I was like, okay. This I'm, I'm staying with them just for that one customer service call. I had a Yeti for maybe, for those of you who don't know all of the tech equipment, a Yeti mic is just that, it's just that. It's this podcasting microphone, if you're watching the YouTube uh, <laughs> that you can see right in front of me, but it broke after a year and a half of having it and they have a warranty. So I called them and it was just some dude on the phone. He was like, oh man, that sucks that your Yeti mic broke. He's like, uh, just send us some photos, dude, and we'll send you another one. I didn't even have to send it back. They just sent me another one in the mail. Fantastic. So I recommend Yeti, but I need to, I don't know, upgrade to maybe one of their better mics. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on that. Uh, but without any further delay, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Jared Bronstein. I passed the topic yeah. off to you, though. I said, like, what? that's the thing I'm asking every guest that I have on is, like, what's one thing that's on your mind that you really want to talk about right now? Yeah, man. Because I'd much rather that than, like, us try to, you know, force any other topical, you know, thing that's happening right now. It's better to just rant off of what's, what's driving you right now. Yeah. So you said yeah, acting. So tell me what's going on with acting right now with you. Um, interesting times for sure, man. Uh, went through a period where there was like nothing going on. And then I had uh, a little, a little spurt of like a lot of, it was just commercial auditions, which, uh, I was grateful for. I'm, I'm grateful for any auditions and, you know, commercials are a way to make a lot of money. So I wasn't too, you know, upset <laughs> about that. Um, so yeah, I was doing those. And man, when I tell you, like, you know how the industry is, right? Like you audition, you get callbacks, sometimes you're put on hold. And like, that's the closest thing. A hold is the closest thing to booking. It's like a hold is like, make sure you're available it's pretty much between you and somebody else right yeah yeah bro in the span of a week and a half i had three holds and i got released from every single one. Oh, yeah so for people that don't know what that means it means they said like well we might choose you no we're going someone else three times in like a week and a half which is unheard of Damn. you get a hold like once every few months if you're lucky like it's 
but on the flip side, you know, I was talking to my agent and I was like, you know, what, what could I do? And she spoke to a casting director and they said, the fact that he's getting that close is such a good sign. So just tell him to keep doing what he's doing. So silver lining of like, it's good to get that positive feedback of, you know, you're doing something right. Of course. But at the same time, man, to get that close in such a short period of time, so many times yeah. I get it. Like it just, uh, it, it, it pain, you know, it hurts a little bit, but you know, that's the industry, right? You got to have thick skin. You can't let that come back to you and be like, Oh, yeah. what could I have done better? What was this? Yeah. What was that? So that's, uh, when you asked me what was on my mind, it was around the time I was going through that or it was still on my mind. It happened like just a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, but hey, well, man, from your experience, like how do you, uh, deal with rejection? You know, because then when you're in the entertainment industry and you're going to all of these different auditions, you're just naturally going to have to deal with it at some point in time. Yeah. I, I was um, lucky enough that I did door-to-door sales. So I, I knew rejection long before acting. Fair. I laughed at getting, you know, denied in auditions. That was like, whatever. But yeah, we'll, yeah I'll let you I get mean, to that. I, you know, uh, from a young age, I would put myself out there, ask girls out on dates a lot, and I'd get rejected a lot. <laughs> <So> that <laughs> That's kind always of the one, eh? um yeah no definitely um no it's uh I I think it's something that I kind of just realized comes with the territory like I remember even being in school our comedy teacher who you might actually know because she's a she's like an actor and she's comedian Sheila McCarthy is her name don't know know no well she literally there's lots of comedians in Toronto for sure yeah no um that's why i thought like i don't know i know that i know it's a yeah, no no it's a fair it's a assumption community you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah it's the same oh, with the acting sure. industry yeah. like someone there's people i meet someone. there's people i meet and then i add them on facebook and we have like 400 mutual friends I'm literally like, oh, i never met you before <laughs> right so that's that happens a lot in toronto you're just like what the hell um so she literally one of our comedy classes she straight up said it to us she's like uh i just want to let you guys all know that you're like fucking crazy because the fact that you're choosing this as a career path like you really got to ask yourself if there's anything else that you're willing to do the rest of your life before you decide this is what you want to do because she's like this industry sucks like you're it, like no normal person actually decides they want to be an actor like it's just with the I, amount I of hate, stuff you go through i'm starting to hate that assumption you know what i mean yeah like, fair because like there are like amazing parts to the industry as well. So that's like, Oh, hundred percent. It's like, yeah, it's going to suck. But like, I feel like the amount of the weight of the win is greater than like the amount of suck and struggle you have to go through. Well, that's the thing, right? I think it could apply to any industry that you're yeah, in. Yeah. Like anything, any, first of all, any, anything in life that you do that you're new at, you're going to suck at it at first. So that's oh, like, of a course, given. doesn't matter yeah, what yeah. you do. You're going to be shit at first, right? You get better yeah. over time. But in the industry, 100%, man, because like as much as the rejection sucks, the feeling of booking, it, it, like it feels like you won the lottery. Even though it comes down to the work that you put in, again, sometimes it comes down to a look and you know people think like, oh, you just need to have the right look or you have to be lucky. But it's like, no. It's a lot. It's that and more. <laughs> like, you know, like if like, you're not taking, it's if not, you're not just taking that. the classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you don't have an agent, you're not really going to be put out there. Everyone always yeah. talks about the girl from Hairspray, how she was working on an ice cream parlor. And got the lead in hairspray. Uh, those and are all like fucking fairy tales. No, that's what, it's like. Good she was for probably her. also great. working as an actor. <laughs> Who knows, right? But yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's like, and again, I genuinely maybe she is doing more acting. I don't know. I don't know where she is now. But it's like maybe that was just the one role she got, and now it's like mm-hmm. nothing else because she's just the girl from Hairspray, and it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, she was right for that part. Whereas other actors spent like Patrick Stewart. He made it when he was, I think, he got Star Trek and he was like forty. 
Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson, I think he was like in his sixties or seventies before his career really took off. So what people don't understand about the industry is like, at least my perspective of it. So a lot of people start, you know, early teens, mid teens. And by like 25, 26, like our age, when they're like, you know what, I want to settle down. I got to find something more realistic. And it's like, that's just for me, that's not my way of thinking. My way of thinking is like, it'll happen at some point. I just got to keep going with it. I think mm-hmm. people give up way too early. And that's why they think they have this mentality of like, oh, but it's so hard. Yeah. Because really, you know, like to act full time. I mean, you know, man, some of these commercials pay five. If you get an American commercial, dude, you could be making 10, 20 grand off one. And if there's royalties. That's what I mean. Yeah. You get like, like the, like in Canada, you get a buyout. So they'll just give you a lump sum and they could run it for, you know, six months or a year. Dude, in the U.S., every single time it plays, you're making cash. Like you could literally do a commercial and make 40, 50 grand off two or one day's work that just comes passively to you. Yeah, it's wild. Like, so there's people that know, do it. I mean, there's lots of people. That's that what do I mean. It, there's people that, that you know they're not even movie stars. They just do commercials and yeah, they make yeah. a comfortable living doing that. So would you say that that um, having that mentality or that mindset helps with the rejection because you're just like, oh, it's just part of the job? Yeah, I mean, I, I've learned to not get hung up on anything of it anymore there was like when i was a younger actor it was definitely you know oh, i got so close what else could i have done and now it's just i've gotten to the point where it's you like even when i do an audition i do it and i move on with my life because the audition mm-hmm. isn't my life right i got so many other things going on you know i'm working like girlfriend uh my my you know everything yeah, like yeah. whatever else i'm doing side hustles you know, I'm trying to move out of my parents' place. I don't know if you just heard my dad yelling about the berries or something. No, so, I didn't hear it at all. So, yeah. So, like, I have so many other things That's going great, on in my though. life that <laughs> that um, the mentality I had before, I guess, when I didn't have as much going on when I was in, you know, like high school, for example, or, or college. And obviously in college, I had a lot going on, but it was all acting based anyways, right? It was I had to memorize mm. a script for tomorrow's class. So if I ever had an audition, it was still within that realm of acting that I was always thinking about it. Now I got so many other things going on that it's like, I do an audition and now it's like, okay, the audition's done. Now let me get back to whatever I got to do. And then if I just so happen to get a call, Hey, you got a call back. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. I did that audition last week. Didn't I? Like, it's not something that I'm constantly playing over in my head of like, what could else did I, what else could I do? What could I do? Because yeah. I've done so many of them. I've realized like, you know, you'll drive yourself crazy, man. Like I just do it and I forget about it. And that's been the best yeah. way to go about it for me personally. I know everyone has a different method. Um, and I won't lie, like, like I, you know, I'm still talking about those commercials that I was on hold for. So obviously there's still some, you know, feelings. Is there, is part of it, is any part, well, is any part of it, uh, like a, a jealousy and have you ever experienced that before? Like in the acting entertainment industry where you see someone else get a job where you're like, oh, I should have gotten that. Or maybe like a commercial runs that you auditioned for and you're like, oh, fuck, I auditioned for that. And they pick that guy. And then you actually remember him from the audition or whatever. Like what's your way of like dealing with that? Um, Like it really depends on the situation. What I've realized, especially in the industry is a lot of the times uh, they they genuinely don't even know what they want. Um, I've auditioned for stuff where, I mean, you could see what I look like. Uh, I auditioned for a role and I saw it on the commercial on TV and it was some like really skinny, like ginger, like, almost like nerdy looking kid for lack of a better word like total opposite of me um yeah for for anybody listening uh jared looks like a lumberjack 
Yeah, I got a beard. Uh, <laughs> that's doing poetry right now. This is all black. I got I got a shave too, man. I did not come prepared for this for, for the <laughs> hey, video. Um, uh, you imagine I sent you a call sheet that said clean shaven. <laughs> literally. I used to I hate that when you'd get so sometimes for auditions they'll send you like shit that they need you to have ready for the audition for people listening at home and a lot of the time it says clean shaven and if you even have a lick of hair on your face they're just like get out game, game <laughs> over i've had i've had auditions before where they actually the 7-eleven commercial that i did uh i think i had some facial Humble hair and they were, <laughs> yeah yeah so i just want to slide that in there um but uh, they literally said, are you willing to shave? And I was like, 100%. Like, yeah. 100%. You know, that's always my 100%. Yes, I'm not married to my beard. I like having facial hair, but, it, you know. <laughs> For if a paycheck? If Fuck yeah. Yeah, if you're going to pay It'll me, no problem, I'll shave it. Yeah, yeah. Literally, and it grows back quick, man. I'm Jewish, so it grows back like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, like, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen commercials where, like, literally they've casted the opposite of me. Um, yeah, that's you know? crazy. So, I mean, it's just a sudden change, I guess that's what I mean. And it happens. Right. So, yeah. uh, my, my biggest thing really is, is maintaining a, like a similar look. Right. So like, for example, I have an audition I have to do and I was like, I could do it tonight, but I was like, mm, I was going to shave. So for example, if I do the audition tonight and I shave tomorrow and then I get a call back next week and my beard isn't as thick that could, they could. Yeah. That's the off. annoying, like, nope. that's the annoying thing too. So you got to keep your look consistent for the most part, you know, like I find to a certain tough. extent um yeah, yeah but yeah especially with facial hair man that's why for the most part i've had like the stubble look again this is this is considered long for me mm. for anyone listening at home it's like you know it's not a, a thick beard but it's fairly you know it looks like newly just for men <laughs> <laughs> like they were sponsoring you're like all right i guess yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> fill it out on the sides there um but yeah that's that's yeah. you know that's I'm not even gonna say one of the downsides of the industry. I mean, that's part of the industry. You're on camera. You got to maintain a consistent look for the most part, right? Um, but yeah, that's that's something that I, I always have to kind of keep in the back of my head. Uh, even when I get haircuts, I'm like, you can't make. I usually show my barber my headshot. I'm like, could you make it as close to this <laughs> yeah, as possible? That sucks. Yeah, because like I don't want him to make it too yeah. short. And then you know, my agent's like, why is your hair so short? I can't send you out right now. So there's things like that that mm -hmm. I think people don't think about in the industry. Uh, or realize that if they're not a part of the industry, but these it, are things people don't think about, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just on your regular, like everything that you'll have yeah. to maintain. Which again, for the payoff, you're like, all right, you know, that's what I'll do. It did, that's just, it, right? The only thing is it becomes annoying sometimes. 100%. There's like the odd time that you're like, yeah, I want to do something crazy with my hair. And you're like, oh, I can't or else I need to buy new headshots. <laughs> and they are not cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap. Which is another, cheap, another so. thing that you need. Yeah, there's like, I wonder if you have any, because for me, I learned this very early on and it was a helpful, helpful tip. But I don't know if you have any other helpful tips for people that are aspiring actors out there, maybe listening to this. But one thing that I heard was um, never, ever buy like your headshot photos or any photo shoot of any kind from your agency. They should not be offering that together because that is a yeah. conflict of interest, really. Like the the headshots need to be done by a separate photography photographer like, for sure. Like a different photographer that maybe specializes in that or something or is well known. If you can, the best thing is if you can find the the, the person taking the headshots that is getting people in the city the most amount of work. Because what 100%. tends to happen is like casting directors will start to favor certain photos and certain ways that they're taken. 
And you'll notice it's the person getting the, getting the actor, the work is really this photographer. hundred <laughs> percent. And it's like, it can make that much of a difference. Yeah. It can make that much of a difference. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's something that's huge. Um, for sure. There's definitely like agencies that are very scammy, uh, where it's like, you know, we'll set you up and you got to do this. You got to do that. Um, like my agent has recommended photographers, but she's never like, you have to go to this person, mm-hmm. you know, she's yeah, like, yeah, for here's, sure. here's a photographer. There, and- she's not making money by recommending you. That's, that's no, where the be that problems. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not that I know. Getting um, but, uh, yeah, under the no. table. there are, who knows? There are some <laughs> agencies, couple though, shekels that are, uh, that are not legit. Um, yeah, yeah. Of like, course. you know, they, they say to find a legitimate agency, just go to the actor website and go to the, like actor yeah. agreement website um or so from the u.s are, i think it's sag yeah uh yeah exactly sag which i always been a name that i've always been like yeah hilarious, like, right? it's, it's the nothing... screen actors guild yeah I know. but it's like can't you call it like the screen actors association or yeah like... the sa <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like the, SA, How about the screen like, actors commission we just call it the sack sack Oh, like in uh, Team America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say what it was, but you know, mm-hmm. you remember what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched that movie yeah. so long ago. It was, it's a that funny one, man. But is. yeah, Th- those guys get away with a lot, but that's uh that's the thing, right? Is like that's, in that's this industry world. Yeah. And in this industry, um, that's something else, right? Like it's, you got to be careful with what you say, what you put out there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I literally had an audition where they said they wanted to do a social background check. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that, what did I tweet? That, yeah, <laughs> like, that's something I should be concerned about. So I started deleting stuff off my, off my like Twitter yeah. account. And you I'm like, well, wonder Mr. Spicy is a little too much. You're like, mm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what is, gonna find this are some of my reactions on YouTube? Like, yeah, yeah. not like, I'm like, where is the line? You know, I'm not going to live my life just on eggshells just in case, but I'm like, where yeah, is yeah. the line of what's considered acceptable? quote unquote, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, obviously I, I don't, you know, make jokes that are inappropriate to a certain extent, but like a sexual joke here and there, is that going to lose me a gig? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's who, who decides, these things? <laughs> you know, I'm not a Disney kid. So it's like, I yeah. should be able to say the F word and not have it. You can say, you know, it, yeah. fuck. Okay. <laughs> How's that feel? No, but it's like, but it's like I should be able to. I don't believe say that. shit here. I'd rather make no money. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like on my YouTube channel, I don't yeah. keep it clean because I'm just like, I'm. Well, first of all, it's not monetized anyway, so I could say whatever. Yeah, you're I like, want, I want my I want. audience to be whatever audience wants that, you know. But that's what I mean, right? I'm not gonna yeah. kowtow to YouTube's guidelines because no. they feel I gotta play it safe. Like for who? That's not, you know, I'm not gonna. That's what YouTube Kids is for. <laughs> but literally that's why i don't understand why they have youtube kids if they're gonna make yeah. regular youtube yeah yeah, yeah. YouTube, well. youtube should have always said uh we do not censor here that's for parents to do yeah and just and, and i get that. it like it really happened with the whole like ad thing adpocalypse or whatever yeah yeah where they started coming for the people paying they started coming for the wallet as soon as you come for the yeah. wallet they bend then up the knee. youtube yeah they all change their anyone would i mean anyone would yeah i anyone mean well, like YouTube's... but i mean it's google too right so they're making plenty of money they're they're doing very well yeah it's not like they're yeah gonna be broke like, soon or anything 
you don't even hear about them spending a lot of money on big endeavors. Like the people are always like, Oh, Elon Musk is so rich. And I'm like, yeah, but he's also like spending an enormous amount of money at the same time. Right. Like he's buying all these new big facilities in different spots. He's building giant batteries in Australia. Like he's a madman. Yeah. But you never hear Google. Whenever you hear about Google spending, spending billions of dollars, nothing. They just make billions and they just, I don't know, man, anyway. but uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's definitely something that I've kept in mind. Like again, with my own YouTube channel, even the stuff that I did, you know, when we work together, like yeah. on IO and the, the reaction channels, I'm like, who knows what I've said that might <laughs> come back to bite me in the ass. Dude, you know? I don't even know. I've done so many videos at this point. It's like, God knows what I just stopped caring what I said in videos. But that's the like, thing, God right? Knows. I'm just... I've stopped because it's. I've realized, like, at the end of the day, even when I make jokes that some may deem offensive or unacceptable, like, I think it's quite evident what who I am as a person. Like, I yeah. think people know that I'm not a malicious person. No, I don't have malicious intent. I'm just an entertainer. I'm just trying to make. You're here right now to good. clear the record. <laughs> yeah, just so everyone, so everyone before Kimmel gets it, before yeah. Fallon gets it, Johnny's getting it. <laughs> You're putting a piece of shit. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive update right now the headline jared bronson not a piece of shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah man i i mean yeah. that's kind of like because there's certain comedians and there's certain youtubers who do things that toe the line and i'm like how are they why is it okay for them to do it but i've realized it's because it's almost like rogan for example mm-hmm. when people try to cancel rogan it's not his fan base trying to cancel him it's people that no. don't listen to him yeah, Joey yeah, Diaz, yeah. another prime example, right? So it's like when they get canceled, for lack of a better word, their fans are like, we're still going to support them because we know this is who they are. Whereas, because yeah, there's enough people. That's the, you know, people always talk about how overpopulation is a problem. It's like, I don't think it's a problem at all. I think there's, there's enough of us that we could all support each other. If everyone started yeah. a podcast and, they, and we all were listening to each other's shit, not saying that everyone should, but if everyone they started, should. you know, a business, they should. Everyone should start a podcast. Yeah, sure. But like, uh, if everyone was just supporting each other in that way, and, and, not, and even not canceling each other, even just giving, donating five dollars or whatever to someone's Patreon every month, and then there's like a hundred people that do that, and you can make a good side hustle off of it. Like, yeah, I think it might be the. I would hope that it would be the way of the future. That like, you know, some guy in. You know, a small town or whatever just starts a podcast about all the things he loves about his town and he just like you know works at a fucking hardware store or something downtown but then he gets like two thousand followers that are people from his town of maybe like twenty thousand people yeah you know, but that's then, it that's yeah like it, it spins into such an easy like way for other humans to just support each other it's crazy and that's what i don't understand is people are so much quick to tear each other down and support each other yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like a good way to flip jealousy is like, if you feel that jealous moment, flip it into uh support instead, like force yeah. yourself to be like, no, good for them. They, they earned that. And maybe you could grow from that, right? Yeah. Maybe you could learn from the yeah. things that they're doing. Maybe like even it's... just by saying the positive thing, it's like pushing you to grow. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think, you know, it's easy to blame our, our situation with the pandemic on like, Oh, people are under a lot of stress, but it's like, doesn't give you really an excuse at some point you to, can't use that an excuse anymore that's what i mean it doesn't give you an excuse to just be a shit person and try to tear other people down um no and don't get me wrong like i definitely i appreciate when someone does something wrong and they're called out for it i don't appreciate when someone does something 
wrong and they try to make amends and then it's like okay on to the next one it's like what was the real reason for the outrage then like yeah 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 just to like so get a win these, like it's that's a what i mean game? so many people that get like yeah, canceled yeah. they get torn down and then they're like okay i'm sorry i was wrong like i fucked up and then it's like okay let's move on like for example yeah. off the top of my head and i don't even know the whole situation but like chris delia did he say his name delia yeah yeah he popped up on my YouTube the other day and I was like, wasn't he, didn't he go through some shit? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he just went away for a little bit and now he's back and everyone moved on. And no, it's like, he again. came back. No, no. Did you see his apology? He came back and like apologized and said some shit like, uh, like he was just something about him being like too attractive or like he just, he gets too much like pussy or something on the road. Like he said, he's too attractive. No, no, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting words in his mouth. I'm putting words in his mouth. But no, it was. But I get what you're saying. It wasn't it was a, ridiculous. Like, genuine. I wonder if I can. That's what I. That's what I mean, though. It's like, what's okay? So you know, he did. He went away for a bit. He came back. Everyone moved on, and it's like, so what did we get out of that? Like, what do you get out of it? I don't understand. Yeah. You know, um, look, a, a great example is like Logan Paul with that whole situation. It seems he really flipped the switch. After that, he like he went from total piece of shit to now like I've grown to like him because he's grown up and he's more entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah, he has like an actual head on his shoulders in some direction. What he's doing, he, he doesn't look like he's obviously cloud chasing. I think the real thing is just like being genuine. We want to see more people that are just genuine. That's why a lot of people it. on TikTok do really well is because they're just being themselves or they're just being stupid or just trying to make their friends laugh. And they're not I like think, putting on a show. I think this whole cancel culture is going to like hinder that genuine side of people because they're going to be so like walking on eggshells, so fearful of what they can and can't say, not wanting to offend anybody. And it's like, how did this culture, like it, it's just the mob with the pitchforks just going from town to town to town. And it's like, when are they going to look in the mirror and realize they're part of the problem too? Just trying to tear people down just, just cause, yeah. you know? And it's like almost, just, it's almost one of those things where you have to just like walk away from them. Like you have to just like literally ignore them until yeah, they literally. run out of and steam. And they'll find someone else. Be yeah, yeah. Because it, it's like trying to talk to them. That's been done. That's been like trying yeah. to like talk someone down from that. And anytime someone gets canceled and tries to talk immediately, it never works. Never. You just it gotta never like, let so it let well. sit for a little bit. Everyone yeah. moves on to somebody else. You forget about it, and then you go exactly. back and do your thing, and no one cares. And it's like that's I got, why oh, you I got, got it here. <laughs> so as for deadline, <laughs> Chris Delia said in his uh, apology here, he said, "I do know how it looks with all the stuff that's been said. I know it looks bad, and it doesn't show the full scope of what happened." I stand by the fact that all my relationships have been consensual and legal. That's the truth. However, sex controlled my life, he said, and I have a problem and I do have a problem. I need to do work on that. Later in the video, he apologized to all who had been caught up in his activities. I'm, I'm sorry. I fucked you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Sex controlled my life. So, I mean, the whole issue was that like, the women that he slept with were saying that they were underage and he yeah was like, and there was like there wasn't there a girl that was like 16 or 17 
that said she was underage yeah, and he still right? kept talking to her. Yeah, yeah. And there's that whole video of him realizing that you can save Snapchats. <laughs> like that was hilarious, dude. The and the curve enthusiasm and that was top notch. That was so well done. Like what? And his response was just I'm sorry, I fuck a lot. I didn't know any I of them. I had a lot were, of sex. Uh, like, I didn't know any of them were underage. I just get so much buzz that I just I, I can't keep up. I, I yeah, I, I can't ID everyone. That would get so tiring. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many consent forms I had to print out? I ran out that day. What do you want me to do? I did my best. I'm sorry. Just let me move on with my life. Oh my god. But, um, yeah, now he's just back podcasting. That's what I mean. It's just like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. He has the people that are going to support him. Like, here's the thing. That's it. I had that this conversation with Patrick is just like, if he is such, if if there is an actual crime that's been been had, the police will deal with that on on a private matter on their own. This doesn't need to. We don't need internet detectives. We really don't. And that's really what it's turned into: is the internet. Just don't engage with his content. If you yeah. view, if you view him as Just that don't way, support don't don't support him. I mean, 100%. that's how you do it. Yeah. You don't like I Amber Heard and Aquaman too. Don't watch Aquaman too. You know. Yeah. Just, like, it is. It's a sad state. <laughs> it's a sad. It really state, is, though. man. I, I, yeah, it is. It's, it's. I think people just have to get back to just doing things they enjoy. You know, yeah. find hobbies, support people, like do happy things. I feel like this negative mindset has really taken over our society where it's like, again, like let's tear people down rather than build them up rather than going after Amber Heard or Chris Elliott. Not to say that I'm fans of theirs per se, yeah. but it's like, I would rather watch someone's content or support someone that I want to see do well than tear down someone else that I don't like. No, no, I think that's, 100%. That's, I think, where the big divide is, right? People would rather conquer than build up, which granted, you know, people get what they deserve. I understand all that, but it's like, like you said, let the police do their job. Yeah. You know, like the whole Amber Heard Johnny situation, the courts are dealing with it. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. saying people how who you're are not trained gonna, in this are actually dealing you know, with saying, it. Saying like <laughs> sending her death threats or typing on her Instagram that she's a bitch or this or that. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're not going to like stand smile and be like, well, let's pull up the Twitter feed and find <laughs> out what the jury has to say. Right? Like, I don't know, man. And it's like the fact that a lot of these big corporations, people are losing movie roles because of cancel culture people are losing their jobs their livelihood it's ridiculous to me man it's like it's so ridiculous it is pretty crazy that there's like really really insane shit happening in the world but in north america we're like ellen's mean <laughs> right literally and don't get me wrong i've done so many videos like, on ellen in the, so many oh, videos same here her. same but here. i have a choice <laughs> yeah i was literally titled to do that job because and the reason why we did those videos is not because we wanted to do those videos, but because everyone wanted to watch those videos. Yeah, man. People yeah. really, really loved watching her downfall. It was crazy. Yeah. But again, it comes like, back to, is it the jealousy? Like she has something that I don't have, so she can't have it. She shouldn't have it. I guess. Like, I think it's like, a, I think it's a bit of jealousy that it, is like harboring there i think it's a mix of things with her especially right like first there was like they feel like they've been tricked because for some reason people think that like who she was on tv is who she is in real life all the time everywhere not the case yeah she's She's just always happy and dancing she's human yeah so it's like there was that and then there was the fact that she 
said once publicly, but you, we, people need to be more, be more kind. I think she just said that, but it was after someone had taken their own life. Like, of course she's going to be like, yeah, everyone should be more kind. Anybody would fucking say that. What else would you say in that moment? Right. When you have to break that kind of news. And then, so people just kind of like blast her and made her like the be kind woman, basically. So you have right. all these expectations for her. And then maybe you're harboring just a little bit of jealousy towards like celebrities and people, rich people that are doing better than you anyways. Right. Which I think is a poor relationship to have with money. Like if you hate rich people so much, you're, are you just saying that you're just going to want to forever struggle for the rest of your life? Like, yeah, that whole, that's another thing that I, I, yeah. Like, I don't know, know, man. I don't get that. Like this, this is not a person who was like born rich. Like she struggled for that money. Like she worked as a stand up comedian. Yeah. She came out as gay and was like shunned for it. And then she goes through all of that shit, finally gets her own like show. And then she gets canceled because she was like had a bad day. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like along with like probably 20 rumors with like Nikki tutorials or whatever saying that she wasn't nice or whatever. Which is like, sure, maybe she maybe it was just an off day, whatever it is, right? But yeah, yeah. what about like the dozens of people that are like, Ellen's the sweetest, the Jonas Brothers lover, you know, whoever else has been on the show? Like, there's two sides to it. You know, we did a lot of videos of like top 10 celebrities that hate Ellen or call out Ellen or expose yeah, Ellen, yeah. whatever the videos were, mm-hmm. right? But what about all the celebrities that are like, oh, she's the sweetest. Whenever I see her, she's so kind, yeah. she's so this, she's so that. People so don't want to like, know about that. <laughs> that's what I mean, right? There's two sides to it, right? It's like it's Why, easy to latch onto the one side. It is, but like, that's the tough thing with trying to cover news now in this like internet era is it's all news, all news. It's not just like independent news. It's like even network news. I've noticed even on YouTube, they've all turned to like clickbait. They've all turned, they've all turned to becoming like those trashy magazines you see at the checkout that you hate yep, so grocery much grocery store yeah at the grocery store the like with the obscene titles and like terrible photos of celebrities and like for whatever reason like we love that shit like people eat that shit up that stuff's been around forever forever i remember seeing that stuff when i was a kid yeah so to now to see it all shift to that yeah it's all set it's up it's all it's all, it's all bullshit it. like you said a but my question right? is it's why all... are we grabbing it why are we why are we latching on to that what is what is wrong with the viewer that we want to be mad? We want to be angry. I think it's a sense of like, it, it's almost something, again, this is my personal opinion, but I think it's something that it's like, it's very easy for someone who isn't happy with their life to shit on someone else, to make them feel better about mm-hmm. themselves. It's very easy to see like Ellen getting canceled and finding pleasure. Like, oh, you know what? Like, you know, I'm having some struggles paying like a bill or two, but I'm not going what she's going through. Like she's losing like left, right and center. So, uh, you know, it's not, and we kind of get a a feeling of comfort that it's like, we're not in as bad of a position, quote unquote, even though Ellen's probably like sitting in her $40 million mansion. Yeah. Laughing at these tweets with people being like, you suck. You know what I mean? It's probably not even looking at, I mean, like, (laughs) like, and that's the thing. I, I, I think, you know, I think we just need to get back to a place where, like you said, people are lifting each other up and more positivity. And, you know, at the end of the day, people got to remember everyone's human. Like, like. Yeah. Words fucking hurt, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like Like, you see, you you see it enough times and you're just like, I wonder if that is true. 
you know because it's like yeah. it's no human is without insecurities you know it's 100%, just all about that's how thing, each individual right? like like when compartmentalizes you somebody that. and yeah, when you yeah. shit on somebody like that and it, like deserved or not it's like there's a certain point when someone do- doesn't need to be dragged through the mud to that point because god forbid if they were to do anything like then the tides change again and it's like oh we should have you know we shouldn't have done this we should have known we should have and it's like so then like yeah where is was the line in the first place yeah 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 you know what i mean it's one of those things and like again you know not to get morbid but god forbid if ellen did do something to herself during that whole storm you think the same people would be like good no they would 100 percent flip the switch and be like we should learn from this we should never Best do this, this isn't right yeah, yeah right yeah. and it's like, how many times not, has that happened right so it's like people just they don't learn from their mistakes um in the sense of something like that they don't realize like you said words hurt like everyone's human doesn't matter how much money you have doesn't matter how much fame you have doesn't matter how many fans you have you know i mean you know i know as youtubers you know when we first i mean i I won't speak for you but i'll speak for myself when i first started even up till my couple last days dude you know i would always read the comments like oh i love jared he's the best he's the best and you get that one comment like who's this idiot like this guy like this guy's not funny at all and it's like i don't take it personally but i'm just like why'd you take time out of your day to say that like what did you get out of that you know what i mean and again that's all you can do with it it's like and that's the thing right i didn't dwell on it per se but when i first started 100 percent, you know because it's like yeah just and i that's look i appreciate all the support i get but to kind of keep me level-headed i've realized like at the end of the day everybody's a stranger nobody knows me personally like the way you know me so they just know my online persona quote unquote which i'd say is pretty similar to who i am as a person oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time it's like obviously i put on for the camera a little bit you know i'm not just sitting with my friend yeah, like, a little what's up it's Mr. spicy like I <laughs> you imagine like, if you just <laughs> slid into rooms like that <laughs> so it's your like, dad is like you're late for dinner <laughs> yeah like like what are you doing sit down like it's what's up you know it's mr spicy there's, dad there's a we have any of... pop tarts left <laughs> whoa these pop touch are so good <laughs> like there's a level you're of looking at the non-existent yeah entertainment to it i'm not going to do mm-hmm. a reaction video and be like oh cool next yeah. wow, <laughs> you're like checking that. your phone that's what i mean right like, <laughs> yeah. there's a, a level of like a job to it in a sense yeah you're right? an entertainer um, to some degree right and that's exactly it so kind of going back to ellen specifically like yeah her whole persona was to be nice be kind but she's still human she could still deal with shitty things you know what i mean a, a close family member hurts passes away and you know she's mourning their death you know coming home from the funeral if you see her on the street like hey ellen can i get a picture i wouldn't expect her to be like hey how you doing like yeah yeah like, hold on no. let me just I... You know I mean? like, yeah like, yeah it's stupid so really it's just this mentality that it's like i think people have expectations for who who entertainers specifically celebrities musicians any kind of form of like public figure for lack of a better word um are like for example i'll even use jake paul i know everybody hates him and like yeah he's he's cocky he's this he's that but i genuinely believe if someone were to see him on the street and approach him i don't think he'd be like get out of here you piece of shit i'll beat you up i think he'd probably take a picture with them maybe i'm wrong i genuinely i don't know the guy i don't know from a hole in the wall i but i would assume that he would yeah yeah i would assume that he definitely would like i don't think you know maybe he'd be like sorry i don't have time but yeah, I guess like, it depends. It depends on the situation, right? But I think this mentality that, like, at the end of the day, people have to understand that entertainers are just characters. They're doing things for a reaction. So Jake Paul, when he says all the things that he says, he's doing it. McGregor, too. He's doing it just for the reaction. 
not to say that it's wrong. You know, for some people, they thrive in that environment. Personally, I wouldn't, but they can. I could not McGregor, handle it. It works, right? It works for them. There's some shit work. those guys say, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, all right. Poking the bear. Yes, 100%. But you got to fuck hand, you money you know? to be able to do that shit, man. That's the thing. It's also a certain level where, where it doesn't right? matter anymore. That yeah. even if you don't have a career, it's like you have enough money that you can just do whatever you want anyway. So who cares, yeah. right? There's people that try to do that and they don't have the fuck you money and it does not work out. Nope, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm not really sure how we got here from acting, to be honest. It kind of just like went that way, no, which I'm fine with. Fine, I'm dude. That's to, the I'm nature of the podcast. Talk, no, yeah, um, no, definitely, dude. But, uh, but like, yeah, here, just, let's, let me ask you this. What, what was the like your craziest experience like in the world of acting? Where you're just like, when, when were you like, oh, fuck, like I'm an actor. Like you got, you had that, like that, that feeling. So, um, I have a few crazy, not crazy, but a few interesting experiences. First one was like the, the, the moment I realized I wanted to be an actor, um, was yeah, let's start with grade, that. That's great. grade 11 drama class. Uh, I had to do a scene. Uh, it was a pantomime. So it was just, it, they played music in the background. You had to do a scene and that was it. So I played the Pink Panther, th- the Pink Panther theme, and my scene was I go into like a, a, a jewelry store, I I rob the guy for a diamond, then I walk out. That's how the scene was supposed to go, but I couldn't use words, right? So it's just mm-hmm. I had a prop gun, I had a prop diamond or something that I had some classmate hold for me in the store, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I got like a dollar store mask. So as I'm doing the scene, you know everything's going fine. I walk in, I have the gun right before the scene starts though my mask broke it was like a thin thin string around the back to keep it on my face so it broke so i was like well fuck it i gotta just roll with it what could i do so i start the scene and i have the gun in one hand and i'm holding the mask on my face with the other hand so like you know Man, I'm back when you could have a gun see. in school remember those days oh <laughs> much different that's i'm really aging myself here aren't i <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I just um, put my gun in my locker. <laughs> literally, like, was, oh yeah, like yeah, pretty much. I'm never allowed that shit nowadays. But um, it was before a lot of stuff went down. We'll just say that. A I lot guess. of stuff. But um, yeah, so I was holding my mask with my hand on my face, and then the gun in the other hand. And mm. when I went to steal the diamond, I asked them for the diamond. So when they handed the diamond to me, I dropped my mask and I grabbed the diamonds with my hand. And then I looked up at like my scene, scene partner, the person in the scene with me, and I realized my face was exposed. So then I put down the gun with the other hand, picked up the mask, and now I'm holding the mask and the diamond. But yeah. I have a gun that they could they could hold the gun on me now. So then I looked down at the gun and I realized that. So then I dropped the diamonds and I picked up the gun. And then, uh-huh. so I kept going through that cycle of like I could only hold two things. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. Mask and a gun, and I just kept and trying to I find the that, combo. Yeah, I I started getting laughs. So I, I like, there's just a feeling of like, oh, that feels really good. And then I, I really started to play into it and overdo it um, in a relatively short, maybe it was like 30 seconds, a minute. I don't know how long it actually was, but just that whole situation and getting those laughs, it, it like, I don't know if it was butterflies. I just felt something inside me that was like, wow, that feels great. I got to do that more. So from that point on, I was like, I want to be an actor. Like that was just so fun. Just making people laugh and be entertained like it just felt good to me um so then I, I you know i just i did the school play and i had a very 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 small scene which my teacher pushed me to do because i had stage fright like i still have stage fright 
you know, even when I, I, I like, I work as an MC and DJ, I've been doing it, I don't know, six years now. Still, when I get on the stage every now and then, I'm like unsure of myself, but then I just do it. And it's like, everything goes away. Cause you got to just do the job. Right. Um, but that was the moment I knew I wanted to be an actor in grade 12. I had an agent, same with my first year of university. I went to Guelph for like a semester, six months or so. I had an agent and I went to audition. Um, and I remember being in the room, like looking around, no training as an actor, aside from high school drama, I didn't go to like a special art school. It was just Forest Hill Collegiate. So it was just like yeah, a regular yeah. high school, you know? And I remember looking around and being like, I don't belong here. Like there's actors here and there's me. And I'm just some kid who has no idea what he's doing. You know, I, I, I've been to a couple auditions, just stumbling my way through it all. Uh, and I never got any work because I didn't know what I was doing. Then I, uh, I left university. I auditioned for Humber College, acting for film and TV program. It was the only program I auditioned for. And I just so happened to get in. Apparently there was like 300 auditions and they only let in like 40 kids or something, 38 kids. And I was one of them. So that in itself was also, I guess, a sign, quote unquote. Like I didn't apply to Seneca, George Brown, New York. I didn't, I was looking and I, for some reason, it was just Humber or nothing for me. I don't know why, but that's just the decision yeah, I made. Like, and that's it just where I go. Yeah. worked out. I don't know. Nice. Um, and then going there for two years, uh that's really when it like it flipped the switch for me um my first year i was definitely still sub like self-conscious um you know acting in front of other people and the teachers straight up at the end of the first year told me that they straight up said like listen you know your marks are fine but we're putting you on probation because we could tell that we could get more out of you and you're holding back for some reason so if we don't see you really showing us how much you could do we're just going to kick you out of the program. And it was a competitive program. Like the first year, I yeah. think like 10 people got kicked out or eight people or something. That's crazy. So that summer, I kind of went with the mentality of like, fuck them. I could show them how good I am. Like it was almost yeah, yeah, resentment, yeah. which is kind of what I needed. And then I came back and that just lit a fire under my ass that I really pushed myself and I saw what I could do. And there was one scene that I did from the, from the movie Filth. Uh, it's with James McAvoy. It's a really good film. Uh, I think it's... Uh, uh, Scottish film, maybe Irish film. I don't know. It's like a, it's a, it's not foreign film. It's not an American film. So <laughs> I guess foreign, it's considered it's foreign Scottish. to, to, it's to foreign. North American. If it's not made in That's Canada, the US, it's a foreign film. You know what I mean? Um, but I uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's, that was one of the moments. I remember I was so in the moment acting that I, I, I remember starting the scene and then it just finished. And I just remember whenever it ended like I was my hands were tingling and I just felt like lightheaded mm. and I didn't remember anything that happened like I was so in the moment as as like um I don't know what the right word is but as like artistic or like you know <laughs> oh, I, was the, in, I was you're in the flow zen, state I was in the yeah like as crazy yeah, as yeah. people talk about it I was in it because I remember afterwards my teacher literally like everyone was just pretty much shocked and my teacher was like wow that was an intense scene guys he's like how do you feel I remember I was breathing really heavy. Like I couldn't catch my breath. Like, cause that's what the scene called for. Like I was just, you know, the character yeah, was yeah. like, a, I, the character was like a coked out, drunk, alcohol, like sex ad addicted, like hallucinations, like just a lot of yeah, shit yeah, going on yeah, in the scene yeah. that it took a lot out of me. But I remember my hands were tingling. Like I was literally just, I was like, honestly, I'm like, I don't remember what I just did. I don't remember anything that just happened. And that was the moment really that I was like, that's a high that I got to chase again. Um, I've gotten it very few times since. I did an audition once where I didn't get the role, but I came very close years ago. Uh, funny enough, it was for the role of Jesus. I swear to God. <laughs> and I literally looked like this. I had more of a beard. My hair was a bit longer, but it's for the so role of funny. Jesus. <laughs> and I remember, man, 
I just, again, I hit that flow state and it's, it's, that's really what I chase. Um, and I definitely, I won't lie. I don't get it every audition. I don't get it every time I, I get a role and I'm on camera. Like I, it's, it's something that keeps me going. Cause when I do achieve it, it is a high, like no other man. So that's really, I would say my, that drama class was like the, I want to be an actor. And then hitting that flow state in college was like the, wow, that's like the peak of acting. That's what I got to keep doing. Yeah. Yeah. And just getting the training that gave me the confidence of like, okay, I'm an actor. And then I graduated and then I took a class and then I didn't take class for a few years. And now I'm taking class. I took classes 2019 and then the pandemic happened. So I didn't, but I just finished a round of classes again. And I realized like as an actor, as is the case for anything, you're never like, okay, I'm good enough now. Like you got to consistently train. You got to constantly work on the craft. No different than working out, man. Like, you know, you reach a certain weight when you work out and then it's like, okay, I don't have to work out anymore. Like, no, you got to maintain that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. same thing with acting. Like it's, there's never a, you know, for me, I wanted to take class consistently. It is a little pricey, to be honest, especially in a city like Toronto, where it's like, you know, it's a big industry, the so they know classes, they can charge yeah, more. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm probably going to take classes probably in the new year, like next round, because the re first, well, depending where I go, which studio. But I'm probably aiming for the new year. I just took like classes for about six weeks, give or take. Going to take a little break and make a little bit of money and then jump nice. back into more classes. <laughs> but I find that's huge for me too, man. It's just being in class because that also gives me the confidence of like, truthfully i'm doing more than a lot of other actors are a lot of other people literally which is what i was doing at one point you know you just wait for your auditions you do them and you hope for the best but it's like yeah. if you take classes man it it just i don't know if it's for me personally i don't know if it's like a subconscious thing where i just know i'm putting it in puts you in that zone i think it like it's your head yeah. thinking more so about acting so i don't know if it's just like drawing more from the universe towards you because you're just so focused yeah. on that maybe and like but even just like putting in the work you know what i mean yeah like yeah drawing from the universe of like oh they're like I, oh you're taking i remember having okay. like better feeling better about my auditions when i had like just gone to a class like the night yeah, before man. or something right like i was like 100%. oh I'm, I'm i've already i did this i practiced this the other night so i'm good like yeah so that's 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 kind of also something that's uh really kept me going um being in class and also just, you know, meeting other actors and, and just hearing what they're doing. It, it's just like, it's an exciting time, man. Like I, I look, it's a, it's a tough industry for sure. A lot of rejection and a lot of shit you got to deal with often. But at the same time, like you said, the rewards that, you know, and the reward not being like, oh, you're famous and you're friends with famous people, but more so just obviously the cool, money is cool shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good yeah, money like sometimes. Just, and another thing is like, just either theater or film and tv i mean again film and tv if it's like a like a, a one-day shoot not so much but if you do like a series or if you do a film for like 60 days it's like a family man you yeah. work together with somebody that close 12 or 18 hour days every single day the whole bonding experience a lot of people don't get to ever ever experience no, man and it's so nice and you literally make like like kelly who i adore i met her prior to working at, at the studio i met her doing a web series she cast me in a web series and uh she's been a good friend of mine ever since that was in 2012 yeah. when i was 18 dude that's crazy and then she got me the job the first time i started working at io no way there. back in like 20 uh 17 i think she's like hey i'm an editor they're looking for a new host if you want to audition like and so that's like but that's the industry right it just comes full circle man how like it just one thing leads to another and it's it's that's why they say it's not what you know but who you know it's like yeah it really gave is you opportunity. Yeah, yeah. 
That's why um, it's so important to just be like networking and like talking yeah, to people and, and like putting yourself out there. But again, even yeah. going like it's not going to you know a Facebook networking actors event that you see. It's like literally just going to acting classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. working with other people actors around you, just yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like because you're all there for the same reason. And that's something I've always had to get over in an acting class, and that's why I love my coach oh, Sophie. Yeah. And, you know, I were I like raw. I'm gonna give raw a plug right now. Raw <laughs> actor studio. I love it. Yeah, raw actor studio. There's like there's something about their studio, and I work with them that I feel like we're all here just to get better. It's not a matter of like, oh, she's the best, he's the best. It's like nobody mm. gives a shit about that. Doesn't matter what your levels at. Everyone's just trying to improve, so we're all gonna support each other for that and that alone. Yeah. And that to me is like one of the biggest because again, the industry is so competitive, man it's everyone's always judging each other like what they look like how they act what they sound like if they could do an accent or not if they could hit a beat or not like so much yeah behind it's, it, all, it's like, like yeah, defined, it's, yeah. It's you know, very superficial group, in that like, regard, yeah exactly superficial but it's for a reason like right like they're, they're trying to sell they're trying to sell a product or whatever they want so yeah. it's like they but gotta, to find a end. group that's just like there to support you it's it's yeah nothing like it right man so that's yeah i like that too about the industry is it's it's competitive but it's also very tight-knit i'm sure same thing with with comedy man it's like oh you know, yeah yeah you can find yeah. like your your people like within the comedy industry that like you know I mean, you just want to support each other and you can have very different styles too which is really cool and it's not about like oh you know they're on stage here they're on stage it's like oh, i'm yeah. happy that you're doing this oh yeah you know what you i mean get psyched for them you're like that's so cool and that you like you know you got to do that or do this opportunity it's like that's the mentality that we should be having now it's because do not let jealousy even enter your mind that's it <laughs> it's a it's, weak emotion jealousy, jealousy will kill you resentment jealousy it'll just kill you dude because what, what good does it do you up inside waste Literally, your time what good does it, do you? it just yeah. it makes you bitter it makes you unhappy and it's like way i see it man is like if i if if you and i go out for the same role and you get it over me it's not a matter of just like oh you know fuck you you shouldn't have gotten that it's a matter of you were right for that role for for whatever reason between the two of us they decided that you're better than i am <laughs> i guess it's all about tone for whatever reason yeah. you were right for whatever reason. <laughs> um like it's not about like oh i'm a better actor or he's better yeah, looking yeah. or i'm this i'm that it's like no dude the producer just likes the color of his eyes more and it yeah, comes down to that and it's like yeah, just support yeah. him for for what he's done so yeah. i'm i'm a big believer in in that and just supporting each other at the end of the day if we're all going out i mean we're not that we're all trying to be actors yeah yeah so there's a lot of people who are like well, i'm just going to my office <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing but with actors regardless you get of what so you're caught doing, up right? in yeah your own world in your own life like, yeah you think true, everyone's, everyone's going out to auditions but the some people that are just say, construction workers <laughs> just living life day to day yeah, not yeah, wondering yeah. when they're gonna get their next not paycheck. at all they <laughs> they're like how does that whole thing work like maybe they um, learned a little bit today hey maybe uh yeah. but one thing i will say that i hate is like whenever i tell people i'm an actor and they're like oh like you're so nice but are you acting now it's like just shut the i fuck never up. see i never would share just that shut the fuck up like I, i'd be like accountant yeah like 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 <laughs> just don't like I'm a human being. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not always. Yeah. Going well, it's back the same thing. Like, if you told if, if, like, if you tell anyone that you're a comedian, it's, it's immediately oh, tell joke? me a joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell like, me a joke. Am I working right now? Or like, even worse, they'll be like, "Here's here's one for you," and you're like, oh, "I'm good." <laughs> like, but again, I I I don't want to say I get it because I don't think I would do this. But like, 
if I wasn't feeling well and I ran into my doctor or I had something that I, I wanted him to check out, I'm gonna be like, I feel like it's a curb. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like it's a curb enthusiasm episode. Um, yeah. But I don't think I would do that. I'd be like, we're in public. He's being a human being. He's not at his work. Like yeah. if someone says, I'll for example, an I'm an accountant, I'm not like, oh, I have a quick question. Like when I write something out, like it's, they're not working. They're no, just being no, a human no. being. Yeah, There's a big yeah, difference. And yeah, people don't yeah. understand that, right? So yeah, I think that's a good uh, good thing to put out there. Like going back to Ellen is like, Ellen on her stage on the Ellen show is not Ellen walking down the street in LA. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say about celebrities. Like, like, leave these people alone unless you're at an award show or at a concert or at something where they're appearing, you know, like. Yeah, and again, at some event, they're at like a charity event. Come up to them at a charity event, maybe. Like, but not just like they're at the Whole Foods. And (laughs) well, that's the thing, though. I was talking about it. What are you doing this weekend? Like, and he was like, he was saying, he's like, you know if I saw somebody that I was a fan of and they were eating, he's like, I would never go up to their table. That's so rude. And I was like, I get it. Like, they're, you know, he's like, you let them finish eating. Like you don't. And he's like, I know that I'll just go up to them. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind though. Cause like, I, I, it's a fine line. Cause I'm the kind of person where I'm like, at the end of the day, if, and I hate using the word fan. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't like the idea of like, Oh, they're my fan. I feel like that's very yeah, yeah, it's it's not condescending, but it's like almost like, I don't know what the right it's, word is. It's, it's like, I think supporter is a good word. I like, yeah, support, right. you know, because I like people, there's a difference between yeah. someone that supports you and someone being a fan. Like people that watch my, like get my merch, people that watch my YouTube videos, like I almost feel like there's a community of them and they all interact with each other too. It's not just me. Like I see on Twitter, a lot of them now follow and, and tweet to each other. And I love seeing that. It's like building a community and that's what I like, right? Everyone's there just to uplift each other, which I think is great. If any of them saw me in person and I was eating, regardless of who I was with, what I was doing, I wouldn't want them to feel like, oh, I shouldn't approach him. He's eating. Because in my mm-hmm. mind, it's like, you're literally the reason hey, why. Hey, anyone, anyone watching, don't approach me if I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> you can approach Thank me. Thank you. No, Thank you ahead like, of time. You're, you're the reason why I could do what I could do. Even though I'm not getting paid from YouTube. Even though I don't I make I could do money. other work. <laughs> I'll find <laughs> Just leave me money. alone. <laughs> um, so my mentality goes there of like, you know, for someone, for example, like Justin Bieber walking down the street, and someone's like, "Can I get a picture?" If he's like, "Fuck off," it's like, dude, like, odds are that person buys all your shit, and that's part of again a very small part of the reason why you can live the life you can because you got hundreds of millions of followers and whatever fans, but it's still a piece of the puzzle. So I yeah. think it's that fine line of like, I would never want people that it's support not, me to it's feel not like just they can't because, approach me. Yeah, but it's not just because of, like he doesn't have all that stuff just because of the fans either, right? Like. It's also because of the work you put in, right? Because you put in all this work and there's like talent there and there's like this need and this expression to put that out. And then people were just interested in that and therefore spent the money. That's the fine line, right? So it's like, like, he didn't ask you for the money. He put out this product and a lot of people liked it. And you just to respond to it 100%. So that's the fine line of like, you know, I always, I always want to show support for my supporters, people that support me. Um, but that's why even something as simple as like a follow back, man. I never understood why people like just don't follow. Like there's, like I said, a few people that just support the shit out of me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll follow you back. And they, yeah, they freak yeah. out. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is, I'm like, me following you on a social media app is the least I could do. I'm like, you really comment on every picture, every YouTube video. You follow me on every single app. You yeah. everything. I'm like, yeah, me yeah. following you back is the yeah. least I could do for you. So sure, that's also part no of it, effort. right? That's I remember I mean. it doesn't cost any money. Like it's, it's just, and it makes them so happy that I'm like, if it makes you this happy, it's my pleasure to do this for you. 
imagine like someone that you like look up to or watch like following you back too, right? That's you have the I same need. reaction. So that's yeah, what I need. I, the first time I started the YouTube stuff, I immediately reminded myself of that of just like if so and so like responded to me, I would be like, what yeah. the hell? So yeah. anytime I had someone sending me a message or like, you know, commenting or whatever, I would respond to it because I was like, oh, I want to give them that same satisfaction. hundred percent. Now, look, I yeah. won't lie. I have a lot of requests that I haven't opened because it gets to a point where you get so well, many. For sure. That there's some and there's that also you're a lot just of like, what? Stuff. And I've also had this conversation with women that we work with, like, and for them, it's a little different. They get a lot of unwanted attention, like pictures and videos. They have a lot of messages that will die in their requests. Yeah, where it's like guys are like, and I've seen it firsthand from numerous people that I've used to work with. Guys literally just like videos of them touching themselves. And I'm like, what, the, what is going through this man's brain? Nasty right thing. What does he think he's going to get out of this, right? So That's I get it. That's someone's son. <laughs> Hopefully you know? not someone's father. Fuck. You know? <laughs> like just, Fuck. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, so where, that's also part where of it, are we going like, wrong? <laughs> apparently, we went wrong a long time ago, man. God damn. But um, yeah, that's that's also part of it. Is I just I appreciate my supporters. So anyway, I can show them that appreciation. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those things. Like, I think I've been recognized once well, or twice. So we'll show, we'll show them where they can show their appreciation if they go to oh, YouTube hey. and and subscribe to. Jared I, Pepper I Bronstein. That you subscribed. I appreciate that, bro. I'm subscribed. <laughs> I got that. Then got a got video dropping tomorrow, so check it out. Nice. Check out Jared Pepper Bronstein on YouTube. I'll link to that in the description. And then you can uh, check out his new video. Go follow him on Instagram at Bronst7. Appreciate, appreciate the plug. Quick little plugs for you. <laughs> Get things going. But uh, yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's it's that fine line right it's like it's easy for me to say like oh if you recognize me come up to me it's like i said i've been recognizing you once or twice that it's mm -hmm. not like i was flattered i was like oh my god like thank you so much whereas someone like justin bieber who the second he walks out of his house he's got paparazzi he's got people following him yeah, his yeah, house yeah, in yeah. his car it's a much different lifestyle so it's easy for me to be like why why can't you just show your appreciation yeah and that's the thing right it's towing the line of like in one end being a human being other end you're one of the biggest celebrities in the world. And yes, it comes with the territory, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. Yeah, of course. And yeah. people seem to think like, oh, well, that's what they signed up for. And it's like, no, he's just a singer. He didn't ask for this necessarily. Yeah. So. No, I think that's, something. yeah, no, that's a, that's a good spot to land it, man. Like, I think uh, we just came up to an hour anyway. So is there anything that you want to promote? I know you said that you have like a new video coming up. Just the video, man. Hey, the I want to promote your podcast, bro. Like nice. you said, supporting each other. I want to support. I want to support a friend. Share so. button. Not enough people I'll hit the share, share it, button. Man. Everybody hits like. Everybody hits what you know comments, but not enough people are hitting that share button. Share. You know that's the thing. You know how many views you can get off a of share? Like it's one person it's has five hundred friends. They share it with their friends. Way more. Two of two of them see it and they share it with their friends. That could be another thousand or fifteen hundred. Who I'm, knows, right? Exactly. I'm switching all the calls to action to share. Hey, share, share this video. Forget like, forget comment. Just forget share it. it. I don't care. I don't care if you share like with it. With a if friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll name it something good. So when you share it to them, they're your friends at least. Like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take a you gotta clickbait them, man. Take a take a page. Take a page. I'll do it nice now. though. <laughs> we we can do it in a good way. We're gonna change this YouTube algorithm. We're gonna do it in a Just good so way. Just so I know, not to put you on the spot. We can uh -huh. talk about it later. But when is this coming out? Do you have a rough idea? Um. What's today? Wednesday. I put one out yesterday. Hopefully tomorrow. 
hopefully tomorrow at nine. Okay, I got a video coming out tomorrow. Uh, nice. So I was gonna say maybe I'll maybe I'll like I already have it edited, but uh, maybe I'll just do a quick insert and I'll just be like, "Yo, check out this video I did or this uh, podcast." Yeah, or you can even just like whenever the next one that you film is, you could just talk yeah. like just mention that you were on it, and then we can send it all up. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. No, I really want to, and I hundred percent will. Yeah. All right. Sick, I don't man. Even know if we could uh, do a a joint video like pod like like reaction like this, but if yeah, if we can. No, no, no. Your, your I love that. I would love that. I'll <laughs> just come. I'll just come jump on your. Uh, I'll come jump on your channel, and we'll do that. Yeah, bro. Um. Yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on Thanks here. Everyone go follow Jared at uh, Bronze7 on Instagram and Jared Pepper Bronstein on YouTube. Links are in the description. As always, don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, and until next time, stay classy, YouTube. Share or at it, least try. Share it too. Oh, yeah, share. Better hit sh- that share, share button. Share button. Anybody listening at home, rate five stars. Hit that follow button too. We need to monetize this podcast on Anchor. So make sure you're following the podcast. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye.